What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, saints and inks, and welcome to Lactic Acid. I'm your host, Dominic Smith. I hope everybody had a very Merry Christmas, and guess what? The holiday season is still going on. We have New Year's coming up, which is just insane to me that 2023 is around the corner, and there will be some great episodes that await you in the month of January. Uh, Lord willing, we get a chance to see it. But today, I am so pumped to bring to you today's episode with my guest. She is a legend. And when I say a legend, I mean capital legend. As Barney um, from How I Met Your Mother would say, legend, wait for it, Derry. She is amazing. She is none other than Mrs. Bexie Hughes, the co-founder, the co-owner of the legendary historic prestigious Track Shack running shoe store here in Orlando, Florida. She and her husband, John, are just amazing people. They've been doing this as far as um, owning Track Shack and being the owners and founders. Um, they've owned the company for 45 years now. And they are a huge part of not just the running scene in Orlando, not just the running scene in the state of Florida, but the national and in some respects global running scene. Some of the best runners have been affiliated with them, um, none more impressive than Jenny Simpson. Um, in this episode, you'll hear about that special bond that Betsy and Jenny have. Betsy says that she is her track mom. Um, Jenny was actually down here for the um, bid presentation for the 2024 excuse me, Olympic Marathon Trials, which will be held here in Orlando. Betsy talks about that. She talks about just the process and how big of a deal it is to have it here. And listen, she and her husband and just the Track Shack organization are a huge part of why um, the marathon is coming here to Orlando and Orlando's bid for it. And it's gonna be exciting to see then. We talked about spinach lasagna. Um, yes, a lasagna, a healthy lasagna. It had me intrigued. So I'm very excited about that. Um, we talked about that. We just talked about the reflections of Track Shack, the importance of a pair of running shoes and how powerful they are. And we talked so much more. And we also mentioned a few athletes um, that she's met that have been affiliated with the company. It's an episode that you do not want to miss out on. If you are a marathon fan, you'll learn a little bit more about the process and about Track Shack's involvement. Um, there's a lot of excitement. I do not know the course, the exact course. I know bits and pieces just like everyone else, but I even give a couple tips <laughs> um, about uh, what you can expect and what you should avoid when you come down here to Orlando, all you marathon runners who have qualified. So it's a great episode. As always, do me a quick favor. Go and follow our YouTube page, Lactic Acid with Dom Smith. We're doing great things on there. We just released an episode uh, with my friend Laura Thweet, and it was a Wings episode. It was something you do not want to miss. We have Track Talk on there. We're closing the year with an exclusive series that you do not want to miss. Follow us on Instagram lactic acid podcast or lactic acid with dom smith instagram lactic acid underscore pod as well as dom smith underscore news i have a link tree link that will just give you all the details that you need to know about our social media links please leave a good review if you like the content listen it all helps and it's very appreciative and i just want to say happy new year to everybody i'm so thankful for each and every one of you i hope that this new year brings greatness brings joy as i've been saying 
Everything brings you peace, sleep, and chicken grease. I hope you enjoy the episode, and we'll see you on the other side. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, Saints and Inks, and welcome to Lactic Acid. I'm your host, Dominique Smith. As always, I hope everybody is having a fantastic holiday here in Florida today. You wouldn't tell what season it is due to the rain, but that's okay because this episode is sure to bring the sunshine in your life because I have a legend on the show, a certified baller shot caller. She and her husband, they are Florida running. They have created such a standard here and some of the excellence that has come through the state of Florida, whether it's Jenny Simpson, whether it is Sinclair Johnson, Caroline Wells at Stanford. They are a big product of what they have done in this community. They are a great reason that the big time 2024 Olympic trials, the Olympic marathon trials here in the 407, and they are wonderful people, literally Santa and Mrs. Claus, essentially when it comes to the level of importance to our world. And they join me here, Mrs. Bexie Hughes of Track Shack. How are you doing today? Thank you for coming on the show. Thanks, Dominic. You have a great introduction. That was so much fun. Listen, it is it's all facts, as I say on the show, as I'm the unofficial mayor of Flavor Town. I have to talk with Guy Fieri about that um, to see if we can get that you know going. But as he says, all thriller, no filler. We don't make things up on this show. And so it's the truth of the matter. I've been asking this question since we are in the holiday season. So let's say Yankee Candle and Food Network. They caught wind of the great things that you've done. And so one day they had dinner. They said, you know what? Mrs. Bexie Hughes, she's a big deal. What she and her husband, John Hughes, and her family has done, creating Track Shack, creating this running universe. This is like the runner's version of Disney World, essentially. Um, And if you've been in the store, you would understand that. We need to celebrate how awesome they are and the great things that they're doing in the community. So we're going to create a custom holiday promotion. So Yankee Candle said, all right, we want to know the scent of the candle that they want, and we're going to sell it at every home goods known to man, and we're going to make a a special buy one, get one free at Track Shack. Buy a pair of shoes, get a candle free, something like that. Food Network's like, yo, we, we need to get on this too. We have something better. We want her to create a custom burger, pizza, or if there's any dish that it's like, you know what, I have to put this on the menu. She gets a chance to custom make it and we will put it on every menu in America. So what they need from you, the scent of the candle, as well as the item, the burger, the pizza or whatever food and bonus, Ben and Jerry said, listen, we're involved in everything. Let's just get involved in this. What holiday ice cream flavor would you like for us to make? So I need the scent, the meal, and the ice cream. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, Let's see. Oh, the scent. Well, how about uh, running shoe scent? The new shoe running shoe scent. The new shoe scent. Oh, man. I, I'm with that because there is nothing, a new car, the new car smell and the right. fresh running shoe smell. And if you've never experienced what a fresh running shoe feels like, take your oldest pair of shoes 
and smell them. And if you don't pass out, then you will understand a bit of how awesome that new smell is. Well, people love to walk into the store and we love to watch them walk into the store and they stop in the hallway and they're sort of sniffing. And, and sometimes the kids will say, I love that smell. Oh, and, you know, I don't know if it's the cardboard, the cardboard, <laughs> the rubber or what, you know, we live and breathe it. So we don't really even smell it, but people do like it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It, but it's different. Like I was in there the other day. The smell doesn't go away. I don't know if that's because my shoes stink or it's just like this. I don't I, I, it's hard to explain. It's like when you finally hit the first day of fall um, and I've been telling people, you know, who come on the show it's hard for me to say that as a floridian because we really don't we have like low-key fall because you know when the leaves change it's still 90 degrees here um but when you get the fall fall or like after the first cold front it's just that beautiful smell so i don't know you have to go to track shack so that's more incentive for people who listening to the show to go to track shack there you and, go. and get a chance to experience that what about uh filling out food networks requests for a burger okay. a pizza or any meal well, John and I are actually pescatarians. We have not eaten meat, red meat or pork, since okay. we were in high school. Wow. We like fish. And honestly, we love pizza. Okay. So a good pizza for us is a light crust, um, okay. not too cheesy, but a nice tomato sauce. It's got a little sweetness to it. Okay. And on top, we like broccoli. We like roasted peppers or spinach. Um so for pizza, that would be probably my favorite. But I also love a good grilled salmon. Ooh. So I'm probably making you hungry now. Yeah, sadly. Um, <laughs> man, you can put the salmon on top of the pizza. Well, nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> no, never mind, never mind, never mind, never mind, never mind. Okay, never mind. You could, yeah, we, you we... could have both, just not on top of it. <laughs> okay, I, I listen, I've seen crazy things. The things that I've seen that like blaze pizza in like certain places like that is. Well, is have you ever had pineapple on your pizza? That's really good. Mm, back in the day, uh, I tried it. Pineapple and pepperoni pizza. I'm not... I, there's there are certain people that are willing to die on this hill um uh, I, I don't it's not my favorite but if it was like the last thing i had to eat then i would eat it but if i had the option then um that's too healthy for me okay. so uh you know we used uh, to um we used to produce races uh, a few races every year in the bahamas and the pizza really? okay. there almost always had pineapple on it and that's where we were introduced to it I guess it depends on like, see, I can't do a cheese extra sauce pineapple pizza. So maybe no. if you cut out, if you cut out, you see, I, I'm fine with pepperoni because the sweetness and the acidity uh, enmeshes well, but I need light sauce. You see, now I have to go try this. <laughs> so so I, I'm going to go try this and then I'll get back with you because uh, I'm going to need light sauce, cheese, pineapple, pepperoni. There you go. Okay. So that's, that's okay. Fine. We'll, we'll roll with that. Last but not least, ice cream. So I probably, just because it is the holiday, the, the flavor that comes to mind is something like a peppermint. Yes. Yes. I saw it. Um, Publix has pep. They have the peppermint um, ice cream. It was buy one, get one free. 
Oh, wow. And I did not get it because of wow. this dietary thing. <laughs> and I I passed by it and it's just like, you. that is easily in the top five stupidest decisions I've made in my 28 <laughs> years of living. It's well, just like, it go takes, so, takes a lot of room in the freezer too, if you have to buy two at a time. Yeah, but you that's a sacrifice that you need to make. <laughs> so, you know, throw away the vegetables, put in the ice cream. <laughs> you know, that's how I look at it. It's, it. It only comes around. It's it's Publix and Chick-fil-A irritate me because there's there are certain things you need to keep on the menu 24-7. The peppermint milkshake, and I'm not a big oh. Chick-fil-A milkshake fan, but the peppermint milkshake is actually pretty good. Um, and then Publix um peppermint ice cream so <sighs> but ben and jerry's will be even better oh way better way better and they could put your face on it so oh you there know. you go yeah there you go promoting the brand from far far away so ben and jerry whatever the two of you are doing we need to make this happen so i am hungry now so i'm <laughs> just once this is over uh i have salmon in the freezer so Ooh, we're gonna have to make that happen yeah good for you definitely track shack track shack is the pinnacle of running in the state of florida and you guys have we think florida you think sprints um and another person you know who i had on the show recently was was marvin bracy um you know and so it's just like you guys have seen just the greatness um come through central florida for sure but just just the up and down the state but walking into Track Shack, I was I was thinking about this last night. Um, you know, Hallmark has to count down to Christmas. I'm I'm honest to God, should believe you guys would be a destination place for a Hallmark movie. Because <laughs> if you look at because there are certain things about Hallmark movies that are unrealistic, like everybody's smiling and everybody's friendly and like boo-boo falls, wherever. Um, or Christmas Town, USA, and and it's just like this community. But it's like you walk into Track Shack, and it's literally a Hallmark movie. Um, <laughs> and you guys just just have this joy of running. You Track Shack is, I think you said, close to fifty years old. Forty five. Um, forty five years old. Are you still having as much fun forty five years from the day you started? I think so. It's a different fun, but my husband and I still love it. Running was our passion and is our passion. And so are people. And, you know, it's sort of just, um, I'm not sure we ever knew when we first got married that we were just going to keep doing this, but we never really thought twice about it once we got into it. And, and the races started to grow and we started to bring in employees and it's like, there wasn't really a handbook for it and we made a lot of mistakes, but things just kept working and we got up every morning and did our run and met our friends at work because all our employees are our friends. Yeah. So yeah, I think, I think we are very, very, very fortunate. And then, and then our son loves the business, loves running. So he's, he's very involved with the business now helping us run the store. Um, we have other responsibilities, you know, as we get older with our um, aging parents, but we have some of our staff um, that have been with us 35 years. We have one employee that's been with us since day one. Oh, wow. He's part-time. He's part-time now, but um, Donnie's been with us since day one. Track Shack 
is one of the things that made is one of the places that made me fall in love with the sport. And this is what I do professionally now um, because you guys have opened so many doors, you know, for so many people. Have you sat back and thought that you guys have created Florida running? You, you've had such a huge hand in, in high school athletics and you've had such a huge hand in college athletics and then running clubs. And then some of the top people who come from the state of Florida are, you know, in some way, shape, or form affiliated with Track Shack. Have you really thought about the impact that you've had on the running community, which, and really I could say the national running scene, not just the Florida running scene, but the national running scene. I think sometimes we've been so busy uh, running the business, running in general. Um, We have a foundation, uh, the beneficiary for many of our events that we produce, um, and that's for children. we forget sometimes, I think, to, to look around and see everything that we've had a hand in creating. Um, but it's sort of funny, Dominique, as you get older, people start telling you that you've done this. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you start hearing about it from the community. You win awards and people talk about it. And hey, you want to do a podcast? <laughs> um, and so then sometimes John and I will sit back, we'll be at home, we'll have a glass of wine. And it's like, wow and it's we're we're amazed you know we're we're very much in love with each other with our business and with our community for sure and it is so cool to pick up the phone and text jenny simpson hey jenny saw somebody blah 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 today or send her a picture because you just saw someone that she knew from um from college we we actually did that a couple of weeks ago when we were in Texas. Um, and then Joan Benoit Samuelson was my yeah. hero when I was in high school. She's one of our best friends. Oh, wow. I, so, mean... I mean, we are just so fortunate that we have been surrounded by such amazing people. And the running community is phenomenal. We're just so fortunate. That's what I say. It's it's Hallmark Incorporated. Like it's, <laughs> it's like this... I cannot wait to tell Tom that Tom is has worked with John and I for 35 years and he is not ashamed to say he loves Hallmark movies. So I'm going to tell him you said that. So he, he's just loving this countdown to Christmas stuff. Oh, he is. Oh my gosh. I just, it's like miracle at track shack falls or, or, (laughs) or or something like this. So I can't even think of the names like this. So cheesy, but it feels, feels like so homey. So walk me, you feel the passion you know, that oozes through, because like I said, I've never had a bad experience. Like it's, it's always, listen, I, we talked before the show, I threw the shot, put in the discus, you know, running was a punishment. Um, It was not like, oh my gosh, we get to run today. This is awesome. It's like, oh boy, you, you messed up. So you better go run. But it's just when you walk in, like they're asking me questions, like, are you going to run? I'm like, you know what? I think I am going to go on a run. And I bought a pair of shoes and God's honest truth. One day did run. Um, Went right after, but I did run in the shoes and they just felt, you know, so amazing. And I'll get back to that in a minute, but obviously this is, you know, a big year because the Olympic trials are coming to Orlando. Everybody is going to get a chance to see, kind of the result of 45 years of what you guys have accomplished 
in and out of the running community. And there's no way in the world. Uh, and I just have to say this for those running, because I believe, I think your husband said the start and finish line is going to be at Lake Eola, correct? Mm-hmm. Right. Avo- avoid the swans because they are not friendly. <laughs> they will, <laughs> they, <laughs> I'm really, we'll in our race instructions. <laughs> I'm really, no, it will make you run faster because they are not, they are mean. <laughs> they are mean. They are, they are different down here. Um, so just avoid the swans, look at the people riding the swans on the big lake and everything. Think about the Publix chicken tender sub because there's a Publix right on Central um, waiting for you at the That's finish right. line. But avoid the swans because they are not your friend. No, they are not your friend. The swans, oh, the pigeons, none of them. Um, but yes, we're going to get a chance to showcase everything. 45 years of hard work. Did you ever imagine that because... The marathon's not happening here if you guys, if track shack is not a thing. Have you guys, I guess the best way I want to ask this question, did you ever envision something so big happening here locally? We did envision it because we've been trying to um, find the right year to make the bid. So we've actually been really working on it. Many people on our team here at the store And we've also worked with the Greater Orlando Sports Commission and even just the city of Orlando to bring the trials here. So we were thinking um, two Olympics ago, we just about did the bid. Um, Doesn't mean we would have gotten it then, but we then had the opportunity to uh, time and score the trials in LA. Okay. So our team went out there and we actually did the scoring for it. So we're we're very experienced with that anyway. And they wanted the best and we went out and did it for them. Um, John and I, um, well, lots of Orlando went to the trials last Olympics in Atlanta Mm -hmm. and it was amazing. And is that going to be a hard act to follow a little bit, (laughs) but we've got the team in place. So we know we can do it. Um, And we've traveled so much to races around literally the world. Um, But Houston trials, when I was younger, um, I had the opportunity to measure the marathon trials courses in three cities over a period of three different Olympics. Um, So in some way or or another, we've been very um, involved with that process for many, many years. What this is just thinking off the top of my head. What if like you guys because Atlanta has, um, oh boy, they have the, a running club. The Atlanta, I know they Atlanta do have track the uh, Petri, Atlanta Track Club. Gosh, mm-hmm, I'm so mm-hmm. sorry, Atlanta people, for forgetting that. Um, then, you know, they have the Petri, Peachtree Marathon. Have you guys ever thought about maybe like forming this just powerhouse track club union? Like they can all work at the store. Um, and, but we just have like this big time, like the Orlando ballers or something like that, or the track shack angels. Well, you know, we do have the Orlando runners club. I do know that. Yes. And there's several other, uh, communities right around Orlando that has, have runners running clubs. Um, we also have our, our marathon training programs that we have here in Orlando that we, we support and produce. We have the coaches, um, and of course we have all our races and our, our series, everything that we do. Um, we started scoring races in 1983 electronically because mm. 
um, a, a customer was a computer genius and a runner. <laughs> and he came by the store and he goes, I think we can take the races into, you know, the next century. And he created an incredible um, timing results system, coded everything from scratch. And that is one reason because of Mike Zwear that we have been asked to score races all over the United States, including the trials when it was in LA. Um, we used to score Peachtree, uh, the road race every July. We were the first timing company to score that. Before that, it wasn't scored. They didn't wow. even time it. So we were able to time, you know, 60, 70,000 runners. And now Atlanta Track Club is their own powerhouse. So they do all their <laughs> timing in-house now. Um, and then, as you know, we've also produced and managed and scored, timed, all the run Disney races yeah. since they started in 1994. And that was really all the start of Mike um, working on the computer in the back room of Track Shack back in the day, figuring it's, things out. <laughs> I don't think people realize how hard it is to score and and time races i didn't just i know what it's like on the high school level um and the people at elite timing oh yeah um, you know they um handle all the high school stuff here in the state and they do a fantastic job they're awesome and it wasn't until i was helping them like set up and stuff it's like whoa i let me tell you what i do not want to do for a living <laughs> and it's, it's a lot it a lot of a early a lot. lot of early mornings and late nights <laughs> oh yeah well because they do track meets yeah so um, they go very late as you know sun up to sun up basically um especially when we have 30 40 teams yeah um but scoring a marathon we have like thousands of, of of i'm actually looking forward to the day you guys you know set up and take care of like the new york city marathon like well we that. go up there we help we don't time it but we have we have taken our timing equipment up there and helped at certain areas on the course oh, also with boston marathon we do some of the splits um not anymore we don't do it now because so many there's so many companies now that score they can pull yeah from um companies a little closer than than florida uh, but if but you want to be the best you have to go with the best and it's obvious that track check is the best so i'm just there saying. you go <laughs> so yeah that's just something you have to do how excited are you for next year to have like and i've had marathoners on the show and once it got announced i just want to be like yo like you're coming to my city and everything and this is going to be lit you guys are going to love it um you know let's pray for some cold weather but other than that like it's yeah. it's it's gonna be like a great experience for you it's it's gonna be amazing it really is you know there'll be it'll be under 500 athletes yeah but they will be taken care of like the biggest vip you've ever met oh yeah for um, sure and we are still working with usa track and field on the course so that's everybody's question. Oh, what's the course? What's the course? Well, the course is downtown Orlando, but we don't have a course totally yet because athlete advisors play a big role in that. And we have a course technical director who has done many trials courses and he's working on it with us. So he was in town a couple of weeks ago and he and John were driving all over downtown 
But the most important thing we want people to know is that this race is in the city of Orlando, right smack in downtown. Because we get asked everywhere we go, oh, it's at Disney? No. No. It's downtown Orlando. It's downtown the city Orlando. of Orlando. You know, we they, love our theme parks, but this is the city. But see, it's different. Disney Universal, it, it's different. Like, Disney is its own county. Disney stretches from the, the bottom of Orange County to Osceola County. Downtown is, it's, it's, it's Orlando. Like, Orlando stretches north, south, east, west. But I'm not going to lie. I don't know the course, but I would love I'm in, I sit here and think about the course, and I was talking to my mom about it. It's like, okay, you start at Lake Eola, then you go around to Mills, you pass Track Shack, you go to Winter Wouldn't Park. That be great. Yeah, it's like you pass. Love you just that, cut, but it, it won't do that. You I'm know just, what you should do? You should go that? on our website, Dominic, and look up our course that we use, um, like for the um, OUC Orlando Half that we just yeah. had a couple weeks ago. Yeah. You could look at that course, and that's not the course, but some of those roads will be part of the course. But this is so the then course it'll that... give you a good idea. <laughs> this is the course that I personally want. <laughs> oh well, you, yeah, I wouldn't mind going by Track Shack either. I think yeah, just go great. and let that be the water stop. You have a selfie stand and everything. Take a you know, <laughs> and then you you keep going, and then pretty much I said. Run from Lake Iowa to the Whole Foods in Winter Park. Make a U-turn. Take another selfie stand by the track shack on your way back. Look for what you want to eat. That's the good thing about it. That's why I say there's a bunch of restaurants. So while you're running, if you need motivations, you got hawkers. You got, uh, God, there's firebirds and all that stuff. Winter Park, you got Blaze Pizza and all this stuff. Look for what you want to eat. Cheesecake Factory, all that stuff. Let that motivate you to go back to Lake Yoba and avoid the swamp. And then there you go. That's just my that's dream. Awesome. That's that's my dream. Like I said, I've had this planned out from the day I saw it. Um, <laughs> but no, I am looking forward to it because it, it will showcase um, downtown Orlando. And I think the runners are going to have fun. But let me ask you this, because this is a perfect segue. What would be your go-to post-marathon meal? Oh, well, depending on the race, like if it's Boston Marathon, we're in New England. So, oh, so. yeah, I mean, we always have to go like John would probably have lobster. Okay. Um, yeah, but seafood if, um, if we were in Boston. Um, Chicago, we always find a pasta place even after even after the race. Um, in oh, fact, man. a lot of people try to carbo, lo carbo load too much before a big race. Um, but there's no reason you can't do it afterwards because <laughs> you just used all those calories. Um, but but um, again, you know, we were talking about pizza. Huh? We all love pizza. Oh my gosh. See, I'm not a deep dish brother. And it's funny you said no, that. No, no. I... Thank you. See, this is why Orlando is the best. Cause I, I, I tried it. I'm actually doing an, another interview on Sunday with, uh, uh Laura Thweet. Um, and she was like, you gotta have deep dish. You gotta have deep dish. Laura. I just saw her. Did you really? Yeah. And in, in, in Austin. So she and I had our picture taken together and that's the one I sent to Jenny. Really? Because yeah. Yeah, they were training partners. Laura is, she, she came on my show a couple months ago and, um she's coming back and that'll be released oddly before this episode but 
we do i have a wings and hot takes thing and stuff so we're gonna jam out on chicken wings and just but she was like dom you need to try dominoes and you need to try deep dish pizza because i just gave her just complete chaos for us like laura this is not good it's too much bread bread goes to your stomach and i need (laughs) stuff that does not go to my stomach that will make it expand oh can't do this and she's like no you gotta try it you can't hate on it so um maybe that's a prerequisite of what sunday's gonna be like but uh well she's no, super nice so tell her i said hey i definitely will she is the best but um i did hook her i told her about blaze pizza so uh i have to get her analysis on that but i had tori parkinson um who will be running um, in the marathon trials out of Utah, she told me she ate a entire deep dish pizza before the race, but oh, she I ran can't... a she ran a PR. <laughs> wow, I can't even imagine. I'm like, you know, I told her that's what I say. You're different. You're you're different. That that's a different breed. That's 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 a level of toughness that I aspire to have in my life because I think I would die. <laughs> well, like, you'd be training a long time before you get to that point. Oh my goodness. I, you know, that's all they do. I mean, that's their life. They run in the morning, they eat, they have a massage, they might do a workout, um, a weight workout, but they're going to run again in the afternoon too. It's, they put in mega miles. It's it's crazy when they tell me their training program. I'm like, this is just stupid. I'm not doing, I can't do this. Like I lift, I run for warmups, may do a little sprints for conditioning, but just like to run, it's like my knees hurt is listening to this. Um, but what would be like, if somebody finishes the marathon here in Orlando, where would you go? Um, well, you mentioned Firebirds. They're good. There's going to be a new pizza place right next to Track Shack. And it's supposed to open next uh, January or February of 2023. Really? So that'll, yeah. So the trials are exactly a year after that. It's called Pigza. It's right Pig- next door to our store. I kept not, I need to just put that in my notes to look up after this. So do you ever Pigs. go to Pig Floyd's? I, they own that? Pig Floyd's? Uh-huh. The bar- oh my gosh. So we're going to get some brisket pizza. and I probably. Oh, bo- okay. Well, we're going. Oh boy so this is just whoever's doing the marketing i just need i need to see if they will sponsor my show uh so because not even money tom ward he's a he's a really nice guy thomas ward i'm gonna have to reach out to mr tom uh like i said i always say anybody wants to sponsor the show just let me know but in this case i don't want money i I want peak so let me be the official (laughs) taste tester uh for that because that would be fun but that's going to be some exotic pizza i'm actually yeah, looking forward more to than that. likely i told him he has to have a vegetarian one because he's right next to us to try oh, <laughs> oh for sure he you, said you no have to. he said no what I, I think he'll change his mind he's gonna have to change his mind because everybody yeah. else is going to capitalize on that listen yeah. there's a bunch of fun places and and um, asian cuisines and stuff oh yeah don't lose out because you don't want to feed the vegetarians it's just okay vegetables no, he'll are be your, good he'll be yeah, good vegetables are your friend unless they fill up the freezer and you need to put ice cream in it <laughs> um when you are not owning track shack the comparison to me is like waffle house it's literally the most consistent it's always there for you and you know what to expect cat five hurricane waffle house is open there's no need to fear track shack has been that for the past 45 years um but when you're not 
you know, handling the business, the successful business, helping people achieve their goals, dreams, and hopes. What is life like for you, Mrs. Betsy Hughes? Well, we have a five-year-old granddaughter. Okay. And our daughter and son-in-law in Talia live in Tallahassee. Okay. So we get to see them every couple months. Um, and then our son and his wife, of course, live here. But we also have three 90-year-old parents. My almost 94-year-old mom is here, and John's almost 95-year-old parents are all here. So they're all in Winter Park, so we spend quite a bit of time with them. Um, And we also go up to North Carolina quite often. We have a house up there, so whenever we can sneak away for a week, we do. That is a blessing to have uh, Mm -hmm. parents still alive and and, and kicking here at, at 90. Were they runners as well? So it's interesting you ask that because um, his mom, John's mom, was super, super fit and walked and walked. My mom started running when she turned 50 after raising six kids. Really? She ran over the years. She ran four marathons and did all our track shack races. And so as she got older, she started walking them more. So she and Terry, John's mom, did all the 5Ks together for years until they were probably 88, 89 years old. Wow. And the, the announcer would say at the finish, here come the moms. <laughs> because everybody knew they were our moms, um, but they can't do it anymore. Um, but but it was pretty awesome. And That's then, so cool. Yeah. I mean, they raised kids and they work, so they didn't really run when they were younger, but uh, my mom really got into it as she got older. That's, it's like so cool. It's like a family affair, like in the track shack (laughs) business, essentially. How many marathons have you and Mr. Hughes run? Oh, John's lost count, to be quite honest with you. Oh my goodness. Someone asked him that the other day and he was like, oh, I got to think about that. (laughs) I've only done five marathons. That's a lot. I've done tons of races over the years, but um i stopped at five a marathon takes a toll on your body you know it's 26.2 miles no matter how you slice it listen i i'm i think it was laura um when i was uh at tfa you know i would hear coach ben say you know i think we need to do what the other schools do and think about going a nice you know 15 mile run so i was like you guys have a wonderful time doing that because <laughs> i'm not i'm not there's nothing i'm not interested in even watching you guys um do that but just the training for it yeah it's it's the elite and that's kind of the problem it's just like unfortunately the sport in any capacity in every capacity really doesn't get the respect that it deserves but your normal person cannot handle that level or volume of training just to be a marathoner that could make it through 26.2 miles so when you say you run five i'm like oh my gosh like i had Lindsay hine on the show uh recently and she told me i've run 17 what's wrong yeah. with you people like that is so much it's it's really amazing they say um i think the statistic is like one percent of the population has run distance like a marathon that's not a lot you think about it it's still a lot because our population's so big but one percent so if you have run one you should be pretty darn proud yeah you've accomplished something great um are you familiar with the history of the marathon 
because Laura Thweet, it's funny, this she told me that the person Philippides or whatever. Philippides. Um, oh boy, that was bad. I'm a journalism major, not history, but so yeah. So am I. Oh, really? Yeah. Where did you get your degree from? UF. Okay. That's awesome. I yeah. was not smart enough to get into UF. Uh, I, I was close. I was like, their admission process was just like crazy. But hey, listen, I'm a UCF uh, knight. So that's awesome. That's um, awesome. But Florida has a fantastic journalism program. I didn't know that. I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she said that during that time period, a messenger had to run 26.2 miles deliver the note and then he died um he did he just fell straight and pop goes the weasel to the weasel go pop <laughs> um that in itself i feel like deserves a presidential medal of honor <laughs> every time you run a marathon or you host a marathon because you literally risk your life to accomplish such a goal like I had no, I, I think that's where the respect for the marathon, because I always thought people who ran marathons was like, why would you want to do this for fun? Like, I don't get it, but I don't know. It's just such a fun thing. Um, but that's right. I did read that you went to UF. I had no idea. You're the first person that's actually majored in journalism uh, to come on the show. Have you ever thought about being like a reporter? You would make a crazy good like track and field, like sideline reporter. I could definitely see that. <laughs> So back in the day when I was at Florida, I was thinking about uh, sports and public relations. Okay, PR. Yeah. But, but that type of degree didn't exist back then. So the really? closest was journalism. It kind of doesn't. So like a sports PR or just public relations? Um, well, public relations, but I knew I always wanted to do something in the recreation sports field. So when okay. we were in college, um, like that senior year, everybody's getting ready to interview and yeah. everybody was going out to buy suits. Okay. And I'm like, I'm never wearing that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. Oh my goodness gracious. No, it, it, those things are expensive. <laughs> like, like <laughs> let alone, and then you wear one in Florida, like you, you sweat within the- Well, like, and back then we wore stockings, the ladies. Uh, I know. Can my, you imagine my mom, in Florida? My mom tells me how it was uh, back then. And it's just like, you know- times have changed it's, it's funny like people used to wear heels and stuff and now there's like yoga pants and just like flat shoes but listen if you go to track check and wear a pair of shoes that go great with any suit or any that's right that you do that's um, right i say that because i had to wear a pair one day and they're like oh my gosh nice shoes and part of me was a little salty because i'm like i paid a good penny for this shirt and pants and you're complimenting the shoes but it was just <laughs> like okay you know you look good you feel good play good so you know i'm with it but you say you have a house in north carolina um so i just have to ask what's better north carolina or florida i know the well, weather is better in carolina in the summer it is it's not right now so That's fair. it's, it's really, yeah, apparently it's quite cold up there right now, but you know, Florida's our home. So North Carolina is just our escape, you know? A, so I think escape. still yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Especially, especially when it's uh, so hot here in the summer, you know, you How can you... go out and do a run and not, not just sweat buckets the whole way. 
I tell people all the time, it's hard to take out the trash and go back to your driveway without having to change <laughs> shirts once you get back into the house. It's true. It's true. Oh my gosh. Just let alone going for the run. I would much rather run in the heat though, than run in, in the cold weather. Yeah. Um, it just depends on the cold weather. So, you know, if you think 35 or 40 is cold, that's actually perfect for running. Really? Yes. But uh, 20? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say I would have to try that, but you know, you just never know what the temperature is going to be here. You know, I know it is hard and it's hard to know how, how to dress. So yeah, oh we gosh. always tell runners for the races dress like it's 10 to 20 degrees warmer Ooh. than it says, because you're going to heat up big time. That's true. And you don't because... want to be overdressed. No, because you it, it it will slow you down. And that is true because I have made that mistake playing athletics before. Oh yeah. Um you just when you're warming up, especially those morning meets, like when you're warming up and it's cold and stuff, by the time you get into the action, it's just like okay, you're you're warmed up. It doesn't feel cold. So that is great advice. Right. So runners yeah. near and far, listen to that. Um it'll <laughs> it'll it'll save you some time. How do you wind down and get away from just the business aspect of track and field and just focus on different, you know, things outside of, um, you know, track shack and just the sport in general? So we raised both our kids, you know, while the store was young and they sort of grew up with it. In fact, they're always embarrassed when I tell this story, but they were actually potty trained in portalettes because they went with us everywhere. So they were always there race morning. Um, but we made an effort to every night have dinner together. Yeah. And even when the kids were doing sports or band, um, we tried to have dinner time every night together. We had a lot of reading time, um, walks around the neighborhood when the kids were little. And now we've been empty nesters for a long time. But John and I find it very, very important to have our meal together every night. And usually I cook because that's my that's my downtime that's when i start go. to just um and you know just think about the day but also just uh, wind down wind yeah. down <laughs> yeah you, you have to like i find that if, if if i'm like too locked in i can't sleep um yeah. so what's your favorite meal to cook what's your go-to meal oh whoopsie i lost my speakers and my earplugs um I love salads. I like to make salads and make use all different types of lettuce and okay. um, and the vegetables that you love so much. Um, <laughs> but I do sometimes I'll make like twice baked potatoes. Ooh, that's that's food so, effort kind of okay. Yeah, and then we, then we'll have some beans, vegetarian beans, like a baked bean with it. Um, we don't do bread much, like you were saying earlier. We used to when we were younger. Um, I do a lot of pasta dishes. I make an amazing spinach lasagna. Oh, and I boy. say amazing because everybody raves about it. Um, and then tonight I'm actually going to have sweet potatoes. Okay. So we'll do sweet potatoes with a green veggie, maybe a salad just because I enjoy making them. Um, we're not real fancy eaters and re we don't eat meat. So I'm never really having to worry about that. Oh, it um, saves you a lot of money at the grocery store. <laughs> I know. Tomorrow night, though, I'll probably have a fish dish. I'll make a fish. Um, okay. Yeah, I'll go to Lombardi's and I'll pick out whatever's really fresh. Um, halibut, uh, maybe salmon, cod, just depends on what they have. 
Oh my goodness. So that's spinach lasagna. <laughs> so but so I, I doubt any of my doctors are listening to this. So let's just get I do eat vegetables. So season. Uh, no, but I have got because like, of boy, the peppermint ice cream. Oh, of course. You know, that's you know, it's like what I say, it's a sacrifice. It is the season, but no, I've actually had people, I made anti-vegetable comments and people are like, boy, you need to eat your vegetables. Listen, people, thank you for your concern, but I do eat my <laughs> vegetables on Good a daily job. basis. And Good the job. salads, I do eat a sweet kale salad. Ooh. Um, so I'm actually with you on that. It has uh, what Brussels makes it spra- sweet? cranberries. <gasps> Great idea. So it's Brussels sprouts, kale, it's like a green cabbage, and I use sunflower seeds, Ooh, pump, nice. uh, there's pumpkin seeds, and then there's the dry, the not the ocean spray, because that's not like healthy at all. It's just pure de-sugar, <laughs> um, but dried cranberries with um, poppy seed dressing. Wow, that sounds good. Do you ever roast your um, nuts or your almonds that you put on top of the salad? I should. Oh, it's so easy. And it just takes like two minutes. Just to and it just makes put it all on. the difference. Really? Yeah. I I should. I I have when we make chicken salad, you know, I'll roast the um walnuts, but I really should. I'm gonna try that. I eat it almost it's so every easy. Day. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I eat it almost every day, but I'm I'm gonna try that. I'm gonna try that. I wonder, yeah. maybe it's too much, but like when I make oatmeal, um, I, I just dry cranberries, cinnamon, and and walnuts. But I wonder, oh, yeah. Walmart, well, walnuts, walnuts. Yeah. I haven't really. I don't know why I've used uh, pecans, but or pecans, whatever. They're all good. I have Everything. to try. Nuts are so good for you, you know. Oh, I eat them plenty. Um. They give you energy. They are, you know, efficient and they fit like you can do a, a salmon crusted with, I've seen, I saw it on Food Network. It was like a walnut crusted chicken and walnut crusted salmon. Um, and Whole Foods had it where they shredded it up. I think they roasted it because it gave it kind of a smoky nutty taste. Yeah. To it. So, so you could pop those nuts in like your food processor and almost make it like a crumb. Oh my gosh. And just put a little salt and pepper on the fish with a teeny bit of olive oil and then sprinkle those crumbs, the pecan or walnut crumbs. Oh my goodness. It's really good. Now you can um, use butter too, but. I will say this. There is, I, there's a Kerrygold butter. It's an Irish butter mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it will set you free. And it is yeah. dangerous because usually I use olive oil, but I tried this butter. I was like, oh my goodness yeah. gracious. It's like, good to use real butter sometimes. Yeah, sometimes that. not all the time, but right, um, right. you know, they make it's good better. Cheese too, oh, do they really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't know they sold cheese. Okay, you see, this is yeah. informative because I have to go to the store in, in two days, so you know, this will be going <laughs> on the grocery list. Um, but this spinach lasagna, it sounds like something very serious. It's so easy to make, really. Lasagna, I don't, that's yeah. tough <laughs> to me, it's, it's tough. So it's not, and I, and I don't um, use canned sauces or jars. So you, you do know? everything from scratch? Well, pretty much, but I, I use plain tomato sauce. Okay. And then I season it the way we like to season it. Okay. Um, and then you get your um, lasagna noodles. You don't spend the big bucks on the no-boil noodles. 
just get regular oh, lasagna noodles. Regular noodles. Okay. Yeah. And then you, then in another bowl, you're going to mix up whatever you're putting as your filling. So I use um, ricotta cheese. Mm -hmm. I might do half cottage cheese, like, so it's not quite so fatty. Um, okay. I put an egg in it and some Parmesan. And then I cook the spinach ahead of time. And I just mix it in that ricotta cheese. And that's what I layer the lasagna with. Fine so with. it's usually like three layers. I might be trying this next week. It's I yummy. I think it's good. I think that sounds really good. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think I'm hungry. <laughs> I think I'm hungry too, because I haven't, I haven't made lasagna. And, and by, when I say I, I do the cooking, I love cooking. Um, it's, it's, I don't know. It's something soothing about it. I have my, earbuds in i'm listening to my christmas music um that ranges from james brown to frank sinatra and i'm dancing whipping everything and it's That's just awesome like soothing but that is and i well i didn't make the lasagna i gotta give a shout out to my mother she made lasagna uh, a few years back but it took like forever but that doesn't sound difficult that sounds like something no and like we're gonna do that for christmas eve that's what we do every christmas eve before church we'll have lasagna and i can make that in the morning before anyone's awake put it all in the fridge and then an hour before i'm ready to serve it you just bake it, it takes wow. like 50 minutes okay well you know what thank you i really hope that the lord blesses you for releasing this wonderful nature <laughs> of a recipe to the world because i promise you i will try it and i will make it my profile picture so <laughs> that's 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 what's going to happen because i that excites me man pizza lasagna this is more reason to come to track shack more reason to come that's to right well you know you know john's half italian yes so. i did know that marrying into that family i had to learn how to cook italian <laughs> oh yeah listen you, you cannot like no you have to cook it the right way yeah, um, his grandma his grandma lived till she was 102 and wow. she used to when she was still cooking she handmade pasta that's not it fun. was amazing to watch oh, my there's actually i do not remember the brand but they it's at Publix. It's two it's two seventy nine. Uh, but they sell scratch made pasta. Oh, it's not the processed stuff. It's actually okay. made from the flowers, not dehydrated. Um, and I get the angel hair pasta and the hmm. Rayo's marinara sauce, and it will change your life. That oh, Rayo's, good. I'll try that. That Rayo sauce is it's different. It's it's different. And but the fresh pasta, it, it you don't I don't know. There's such a fresh taste in with the angel here, for example. It takes 45 seconds to boil. Oh, I know done. it's so quick, and you can easily overdo it if you're not careful. Oh yeah, I've made that mistake a few times. The, oh, the we mistake. all have. <laughs> there, there's been some error. <laughs> I was just thinking about this, and just a couple more topics, then we're gonna wrap this bad boy up with a bow. Uh, quick topics. Do you ever kind of sit back and you watch the success of some of the athletes that have come through here? I mentioned Marvin, I mentioned Jenny, Sinclair, um, Caroline, who's now Caroline. at Stanford. Um, Her dad was just in right before we, we did this interview. No way. Yeah, I can't oh, tell man. you what he bought, though, because it might be for Christmas. Okay, well, <laughs> wow. Shout out to Mr. Craig Wells uh, <laughs> up there in Winter Springs. Uh, actually, Caroline came on the show way back when. 
Um, so they're awesome, awesome, yeah. awesome people. Um, they really are. Do you ever like smile and take pride? Because I kind of imagine you have to be like a proud parent. <laughs> I <laughs> am. I am absolutely. When Jenny was in middle school and high school, her mom would bring her into the store. And, you know, I sold her all her shoes. And her mom used to sit there and say, she's going to be in the Olympics one day. You just wait. And we just watched her get better and better and better. And so she called me her running mom <laughs> um, since I ran and I saw her at every race. And I'll never forget, she loved ducks. So I gave her a pair of uh, socks once and she wore okay. them to every meet in high school. Did she really? Mm -hmm. And then when she became um, a very accomplished athlete and she was running for New Balance, they created a shoe with her name on it. Did you know that? I did not know that. Well, when you're in the store next time, I'll show it to you. So I was going to Boston for a meeting with New Balance okay. and it was, a it was a conference type thing. And they had me come up on the stage and she presented no me with the very first pair of Jenny back then Behringer shoes. Oh, because I sold her her first pair. She wanted to present me the first pair. That's and a couple amazing. a couple months later, she got married to Jason out in Colorado. And John and I went to the wedding and she said, bring the shoes. I don't have a pair yet. <laughs> and so she stuffed her feet into my shoes. She wore a bigger size than me with her wedding dress on to take pictures. It was really fun. So, yes, I sit back all the time and look at those successes and we, we just smile. John, John and I are so proud and we're proud of our foundation because since 94, we've been giving back to the youth and the community. Um, a lot of the teams, the school teams and the clubs have all received grants from our foundation. And that just, it's just amazing when you see where that takes these kids. It's so it, cool. I mean, we talked about it before the show, my first pair of shoes not only helped me, and I have to say this, I, I don't believe in luck, but those shoes, we were at Mount Bird my senior year, yeah. and I messed up in the discus. I, mm. <laughs> and it's my senior year, and I'm like, oh. I, and I didn't trust, like, my spin, but the surface of them was so smooth, and I just had a bad day. And then I came with the shot put, and I was like, okay, I didn't really wear them. I didn't tie them up enough. I didn't do what they told me to do at Track Shack. And those shoes, you know, I, you know, made it past districts into regionals. And so uh, I credit the shoes and the gear. Listen, Track Shack used to have me swagged out. We didn't have a lot of money. And and you guys did something really cool. You you had, um, I forgot, I think it was like Track Night or whatever the case might be. And yeah, teams would go night. in there, Spike Night, mm -hmm. and yeah. get 10% off, um, you know, anything in the store. And our whole squad would would roll in there and we would just, like I said, look good, feel good, throw good or throw well, yep, or whatever the yep. case might be. Uh, it's crazy. Like Jenny, I don't know the last time she's been um, in Orlando or, or even two track shacks. She was just here in September. Oh my gosh. Okay. Wow. So when we made the presentation for the trials, Jenny came. Did she really? Yep. And Keith Brantley. He, he went to uh, Winter Haven and ran at Florida and he qualified for the Olympics in 1996 in Atlanta. He and has so, his own running um, program or something like that, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I think you might be talking about um, maybe Jeff Galloway. 
I, I, I could. Yeah, well no. Um, yeah, he doesn't do that. But uh, he and Jenny both came um, along with Meb, whose last name I never pronounced right. Yeah, I'm not even going. <laughs> yeah, if my <laughs> son was up. here, he can do it in a heartbeat. But um, Kepslowski or something like that. Yeah, yeah. He's the nicest guy on earth. Oh, my, oh, my word. Goodness. He's a sweetheart. Um, but they all came the day we presented to USA Track and Field our bid for the trials. Wow. But guess who wasn't there? Who's that? John and me. Where were you? We got COVID the day before. Oh, no. But our, oh, John was, we were so sick, we couldn't be devastated. But our son did the presentation and he did an amazing job. And he and Jenny and they're and Keith, they're all like buds. I mean, they just love on each other. So it was just so sweet. But that's when she was here last September. That sucks. <laughs> like, I know. It, it's like it's bittersweet because it's so cool to have your son there. And then he is able to um kind of carry on like this amazing oh. legacy. Um, yeah, and he has the gift of gab, a lot like you, Dominic. So uh, <laughs> He did a I, great presentation. I've talked with him before. I'm like, man, it's like, you know, I can see why everybody likes you. Like he's a he's a really good dude and he works yeah. hard. And um, so I can I can definitely see it, but you know, Jenny's poster still, I think I saw it oh, the yeah. last time I was there. It, it, yeah, still we don't there. take it down. We don't take it down. How crazy would it be if she because she's a marathoner now? How well, crazy would she's what, she's going to be you're right well she's she's going to be a man she's How, training what if she came back here and won the marathon that you guys had a huge part in to get to the olympics like have you thought about that because it's have. possible I, I i anything's possible but you just gave me goosebumps i mean wouldn't that be absolutely amazing I feel, listen, I don't have predictions on the show because one thing I just realized that, you know, people come on the show, I, I say, you guys are going to make the team. And so when I say that and I have people in the same event, so like in the 800, I have six people making a team. Um, so there's only, you know, three that can make it. But listen, it's, it's anything is possible. And what we saw in Oregon, home field advantage is everything. Um, yep. So that, that, that would be crazy. That's why I say the course has to go. Like, how crazy would that be? You see a big old poster of Jenny Simpson running by Track Shack, <laughs> and then she's the one that makes the marathon team. It's it's very, very, very possible. Um, you know, that's that is crazy. That is just kind of crazy to think. Um, what is it about the experience that you want people to get when they walk into your store? Uh, well, you, you actually phrased it really nicely earlier because you said it was a homey feel, you know, you felt like you're coming home. Um, remember the old show cheers? Oh yeah. Where everybody knows your name. Yeah. So I think, I think that's always how I feel. I want everyone to be greeted, um, feel comfortable in the store for a lot of people. They've never really had a true shoe fitting and it's sort of a personal thing. And and we want to make everyone just feel right at home and very comfortable. Um, you know, and that, that's what we're known for are the shoes, but we do everything else too. You know, the apparel, the, the tech products, we just want everyone to feel comfortable and, and learn something 
from their experience, like how to put their shoes on properly before that track meet? Oh my gosh. I don't, I, I don't know why I told that story because <laughs> I think about that and I'm like embarrassed. Yeah. You know, I've been, but here's the bad thing. I've been putting them all wrong for years. Like I didn't <laughs> tuck the slip underneath. I always tied them and I always slip and fall. So uh, whoever I gave those shoes to who actually did. Okay. Please, whoever has those shoes now, I don't know if you're listening to this, but please go on YouTube and go or go to Track Shack and ask them to help you put it on first. So that's right. Um, last last couple things. When it comes to the Orlando running scene, you talked about how it has increased runners. I know, like in College Park, um, you know, there's a you know group you know that runs. I guess they're a part of the Greater Orlando, uh, you know, running community. The best way I could phrase this is from when you guys first opened back in the 70s to now, how cool has it been to see the running scene evolve and you guys kind of be the reason for it? Because you guys, you know, you guys were putting on races. You guys were the first, some of the first ones, if not the first ones to start these races. Um, And now we're about to host the Olympic trials. I know it's crazy. Um, you know, the, the running boom hadn't really yet started in the late seventies, but once it did in the eighties, um, that's when our business started to pick up and more and more people were running, but better than that, for me, more women felt comfortable running and running on the streets in public because back then the races, you know, very few women, but as the years went on, more and more women felt comfortable. There were more training programs for women. We've had our lady track shack 5k for women only mm-hmm. for 45 years. And people, women do that because they, they don't, they feel more comfortable or back in the day when it was just women, but now women outnumber the men in almost every race we do. So that's really cool to see how that's changed over the years. And then, um, charity events made a big difference. A lot of the big marathons would have charity components like team and training. Um, and more and more people were saying, oh, well, I can do that. And these great programs were coming out where if you couldn't run 26.2 miles, you could probably run, walk 26.2 miles. Mm-hmm. And it gave people confidence to get off the couch and start training with people <laughs> um, or by themselves, but mostly the groups grew. But the whole community of Orlando has grown leaps and bounds in 45 years. I mean, there's just no comparison. And we're just so lucky that we've been part of that growth. Last question. How powerful is a pair of running shoes? (laughs) Wow. I wish you'd asked me that earlier so I could think (laughs) about it because it just, it makes or breaks you. If your feet hurt and you're out on a run, you are not going to enjoy it. Or if your feet hurt and you're at a theme park all day, I mean, it makes your whole body ache. So shoes are so important. And that's, that's why it's so important for us to fit everyone when they come in. It makes a world of difference. And shoes change every year. Our feet change, our bodies change. So it's important to be refitted at least once a year or as regular as you can, but it's powerful because it makes your day better. If you get a good run in or a good exercise uh, time in with your walk or the gym, 
when you start your day like that and your feet don't hurt, oh my gosh, you just had a great day. Would you say that's the coolest part of your job? Making people feel good about themselves. Yeah. That's part of it. Making sure they don't hurt when they leave the store. Just like you told me about your mom before we started the show today. I mean, her back felt better the next day. Shoes yeah. are very powerful. I could tell you something. Track Shack did what Amazon couldn't, and that's give her a pair of shoes uh, that gave relief. So definitely. You have survived the interrogation process of the interview. Now Ooh. it is on to the quick, hard stuff. This segment is called Down the Home Stretch. I'm going to ask you a few rapid-fire questions. Uh -oh. I want you to answer them to the best of your ability. If I stop and ask you to elaborate, then it doesn't count against the time. If you do not answer these as fast as you can, I really don't care. It's all good. It's the <laughs> holiday season. Christmas time is here. Happiness and cheer. Fun for all that children call their favorite time of year. You are playing to be on the proverbial gold medal stand where there are legends from Orlando who have come on this show and you could join them. And you probably fitted them for a pair of spikes. So you are trying to be in the upper echelon of that great field. Are you ready? Maybe. <laughs> There we go. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. If there was a food item that you could live with and a food item that you would live without, what would it be? Well, with um, cheese, without Brussels sprouts. Oh, I feel that. Um, what kind of cheese in particular? Do you have a favorite? Um, a really sharp cheddar or an aged Gouda. Okay, I have to try the Gouda because I'm looking, Please. I'm trying to see what cheese I need to add into my scratch made macaroni and cheese um, arsenal. So I may have to, may have to tamper with that. Outside of North Carolina, dream vacation spot. Um, that I've been to or I want to go to? Either. Uh, Scotland, Ireland. Okay. That's, have you been there? I've been to Scotland. It was a quick trip. Um, I haven't been to Ireland. We were supposed to go to Iceland before the pandemic. So that's another, another place. Okay. If you weren't a successful business owner, what would you be? Mm. Well, I hoped that I was a really good mom when my kids were growing up. A grandma. I love being a grandma. Okay. So, uh, just a superhero. So I Superhero. Yeah. I love that. Okay. All right. A few more questions. What is the last television show that you binge watch? Oh, wow. That's so funny. Um, Deary Girls. I think that's what it was called. It's um, it's set in Ireland. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, I think it's Deary Girls. I'm Dairy Girls. Um, it's a town in Ireland. Okay. It was great. And binge watching for me might be three episodes. That's about it. <laughs> that, that's the same here. <laughs> like, I've actually truly binge watched one show. I've never binged anything. <laughs> and I and it's like, I don't, people are like, oh man, I sat down and watched 15 episodes. I'm like, how can you do that? <laughs> like, that is. You, just... you, if I had a second one to tell you, Attorney Woo. Okay. It's amazing. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm yeah. I'm going to check that out. Yeah. Um, if you had to be a guest on any television show, past or present, what Ooh. show would you be a guest on? Hmm. Mm -hmm -hmm. I don't know. 
your show maybe my you have show? a tv show i wish you know what i feel like track shack would be perfect for if there's a television show this is going to sound out of left field but you guys would be a perfect show for like Columbo because he really needed a pair of running shoes. That's so funny. That's so funny. I was thinking talk shows when you said that. I wasn't thinking could, of any other. Oh, it, it, it could be a television show, a talk show. doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. So listen. I guess maybe, you know, Good Morning America or something. I don't know. Okay. That's fair. It doesn't matter. All right. A few more questions. What's the best era of television? The best era? Yep. ERA? Yes. Best Um, I think... I think the 80s. What are some 80s shows? Fresh well, I know. I probably can't think of them off the top of my head, but it was... Um, I like the 70s, more, so... A lot of the family shows were coming out. The sitcoms. Okay, so... Cheers. I'll, cheers. See, I was know. a fan of Who's the Boss? Uh, with Judith Light and Tony Danza. Oh, uh, he was good. Shows Taxi. Like Wasn't he in Taxi? Taxi, yeah. He, he was yeah, in that. that was great. Yeah. Okay. Three more questions. Favorite Christmas tradition? Uh, not my spinach lasagna on Christmas Eve. Oh, that, <laughs> listen, right. that could be one. <laughs> no, but you know what it is? This is great. So for 41 years, might be 42 this year, we host a Christmas morning run at our house. Okay. And some years we get 10 or 11 people. We've had as many as 50. When the kids were little, we did it around 4, 4.30 in the morning before they mm. woke up. Okay. And one year, who showed up to our Christmas run? Somebody that was running in Colorado. Jenny Simpson. She just showed right up. We had no idea. We knew she was probably in town, but we didn't think we'd see her. We're like, Jenny? We have to have like a reunion. Um, yeah. <laughs> like on well, show. we are February, 2024. Oh my god. Oh yes, listen, it goes down. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. No, we have to have we have to have a wings and hot takes show with Jenny Simpson and the Hughes family. Or oh, but yeah. we can do vegan wings because I saw somebody do that. <laughs> okay, and they're like, good. I can't you know that I can't believe it's not chicken stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's what we'll do. All right. If there was two questions. If there was someone if they were gonna make a movie about your life and your journey, who would you want to play your character? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not good with names like that, actors and actresses. I'm not sure. I feel like you would play the best character. Like, that's it. Because nobody could run the way that you do. And nobody's nice as nice as you. So <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You'll just make a self-appearance. Okay. So we'll roll with that. Last question. It's the most important question. Why does kindness matter to you? Oh, gosh. It's, it, it's just the way you should be, you know? I'm married to the kindest man on earth. And sometimes I'm not the kindest person, but I do try. But it is, it's important. I mean, why be mean? It's, I don't know. <laughs> it, it's, I don't know. Especially just in traffic today, it's just like nothing. Oh, I know. Ever, why are people not serious. using their blinkers anymore? My my thing is going to the grocery store and people are like leaving carts in the middle. I know. Oh, that makes me so mad. I don't <laughs> understand that. Why are and, they more important than I am? 
and I have to get out the car and move it. And I feel bad for like the employees because they're playing musical chairs trying to find it. And it's just That's like, listen, be nice. The cart return is literally right there. Or, I agree. Or just get just get a few extra steps in and just be nice. That and is the car. so funny that you use that example because the <laughs> whole time my kids were growing up, they heard two things come out of me constantly. Drink more water and never, ever leave your shopping cart in the parking lot. No. I like, mean, that was a mantra for me. The the What I do is if there's an elderly person um, and I see they're struggling, like I I, I take their cart. It's like, listen, yeah. sir, ma'am, I got you. Like, don't even that's worry right. about it. Like, we got you. Because, you know, that's just, you know, that's, that's like sweet. the least you can do. But they're just that's people right. who just leave it in the middle. Yeah. And yeah. so that well, is. I knew I liked you. Now I know why. <laughs> Listen, it is. It's. I don't have any hair, but if I did, it I <laughs> wouldn't have any just for that sole purpose. This is huge. You have survived rapid fire. You are one of our gold medalists. You have survived the rapid fire. So, what? Where can the good people? What do you want the good people to know about Track Shack? What are some of the things you guys have um, going on upcoming? Oh, wow. We just finished our race season for the whole year. We're on a little hiatus with our training programs, but we are open and ready to sell shoes and gift cards through Christmas. We open one Sunday a year, just one, and that's this Sunday, just for three hours because we know people are rushing around trying to get last minute gifts. Um, but then in three weeks, we've got the Disney Marathon weekend. And then our running season picks up again with our Park Avenue, our Park Avenue run, and then our Lady Track Shack. And we just never stop the rest of the year. Listen, Track Shack is alive and well. If you watch Countdown to Christmas, you know, you can't watch Lifetime and try to, because, you know, it's a little dark over there. But if you want something lighter, come on over to Track Shack. They got you. They will hook you up. They will make your day. And listen, they don't have shopping carts, so you don't have to worry about people leaving it in the middle of the parking space. And That's also, right. I have to say this. If you have shoes, I did this recently. If you have any shoes you're not using, um, please, please, please uh, take it to them. Don't throw them away because there's a lot of people right. who can use them. I sent over about 15 pairs of shoes between myself and my mom. That's and great. I know that they're going to go to good use uh, for people who really need them. And be yes. sure to follow them on social media. I know they're Track Shack on Instagram, Track Shack on Twitter, and Track Shack on Facebook. Mrs. Hughes, you have made my year. It's been an honor to get a chance to chat with you. Everybody here listening knows where you can find me. I hope your Christmas is as lit as a Christmas tree. And we will see you next time. Thank you.